The MCG will stage the very first AFL women's game next month between the Demons and the Dogs. Right, well, the Matilda's Soccer World Cup win against Brazil pushed women's sport into the headlines, but it's definitely not reflected in their earnings. Elise Perry has made 100 for Australia, and how happy is she? Hello and welcome to the final bonus episode of Mamma Mia Out Loud, where we look back on the year that was. My name's Mia Friedman, I should say that. And you know that if I'm hosting a special episode about sport, it's been not the usual year. <laughs> Today I am here with Mamma Mia's editor, Gemma Garkett, and weekend editor, Michelle Andrews, to talk, in fact, about sport. Today we are going to be talking about why 2017 has been so iconic for women's sport, from the Aussie Diamonds winning the Constellation Cup to the AFLW League to my personal favourite, the women's Big Bash cricket. A lot has been going on. Now, Michelle and Gemma, hello. Hi. What a year it's been. (laughs) What a big year. Huge. I've learnt so many things like what WBBL stands for. Michelle, I want to start with you. What's been your standout moment for women's sport this year? I would have to say... All the way back in Feb, I went to the opening match of the AFL Women's. Mm. First ever match. And it was between, I think it was Collingwood and Carlton, thinking back to it. And it was incredible. I am a huge sport fan. I'm an absolute fanatic when it comes to all things AFL. And I have never, ever been to a match like the opening AFLW match. What was different about it? It was so packed, the stadium, that they had to lock people out. Mm. So many women and men wanted to come that people were watching through the gate. People were standing outside the stadium trying to get a look in to see what was happening. Even down to the cheering and the signs and the way people were showing their support, everything was so beautiful. Women were holding huge pink and white signs that said, Go Girls and... um, We never thought we'd see this day. One, um, I think she was 85 when I spoke to her, woman was holding this sign saying, I never thought I'd live to see this. Why did it take so long? I honestly believe a huge part of why we've had the AFLW come in this year is because of Gillan McLaughlin and also women like Susan Alberti. So people right at the top of the AFL have come in and have said, this is a huge area of interest. It's not about political correctness. It's not about any of that. It's the fact that people want this. Mm. Um, It's just good business. Mm. It's great business (laughs) and it's great. There are so many women who want to play football, who want to watch football. So, Gemma, on that note, you know, it's always been been said that sport is a commercial enterprise as much as anything else, particularly at that big level. It's often been said that the ratings just aren't there. People don't want to watch women's sport. Mm. Sponsors don't want to get involved. Has this year shown us otherwise? I think it has. I mean, just as Michelle says, the crowds during the AFLW opening match weekend were historic. Gillan McLaughlin had to personally apologise outside to people who wanted to get in. So it's, it, I mean, sport has always been a live uh, performance, a live, you know, you watch it live. Yeah, it's an, it's an ent- it's entertainment. Exactly. It? So if you've got, if you've got people on the ground watching it, the next, you know, follow through, and it will take a little while to trickle through, is the ratings on TV. So mm. it is for big, um, for the for the big brands, you know, it is a risk to put women's sport on without actually testing the grounds first and seeing the buzz, seeing the vibe, everything Michelle just described on the field so that it can translate to the screen. So I think this is just the beginning 
beginning, there probably has been a little bit of hesitation before seeing that. But I think if that's anything to go by, we're going mm-hmm. to be seeing women's sport on prime time very soon. And did it, Michelle, maintain at that level of enthusiasm throughout the season? It did. Some of the matches of the AFLW actually uh, beat the ratings of the males' matches in the same time slots. I mean, there was such a huge hype that really lasted the entire way through. It was a short season. Mm. I think it was only eight weeks um, and then maybe a couple more for finals at the end. So it was small this year as kind of a trial year to see what the interest and engagement there was. But people were lapping it up I mean and we met some amazing women didn't we you know um I watched Australian Story and learnt about Moana Hope Mm. yes tell us a little bit about her well she's a goal kicker she in the local leagues was a huge personality I mean she she's got a great backstory doesn't she she's got a great backstory she came from quite a bit of disadvantage um a lot of kids in her family and she has a beautiful story especially this year um, the women's players have played quite well in the AFLW. She actually bought her mum a house this mm, year wow. to repay her for backing her and, um, I guess, promoting her aspirations in sport. I think one of the best things about the AFLW as well this year is there's been so much promotion of um, same-sex couples. I mean, the first openly gay couple have come from the AFLW and it's yes. been 12 months. And so, we still don't have an openly gay um, no. male AFL player, do we, that we no, know of? No, single one. Yeah, so that was in a year of marriage equality. That was a really big thing too in terms of role models on red carpets and on the field. Um, it was certainly a great a great thing for young women. Um, and... Mm. and so that's that's AFL. Jem, what are some of the other standout moments for women's sport for you this year? The extraordinary year that the Matildas had internationally. That's our Australian football team, our soccer team, football, you know, yep. known to the rest of the world as football. Um, they It's the first year that Australia had smashed the US 1-0. Um, they then went on to beat Brazil 6-1, which is a huge score in mm. the tournament of nations. And they are probably, if I mean, for all of the soccer nuts in Australia, of which there are so many, like yeah. the, the diehard Socceroos fans are And it's a huge diehard. sport among girls. They, it is, it is. Yeah. And this is the first time, you know, if we talk about for, for young girls, you can't be what you can't see, we might actually see Australia win the World Cup because of women. So those girls, mm. they're going to see Australia win the World Cup, International World Cup for soccer, not because of a male team, but because of a female team for the first time ever. So that's, you know, obviously that's going to be a few years away. But mm. if this year is anything to go by, that's going to be a massive deal. Um, Sam Kerr, who you might have seen backflipping after oh, kick, yeah. yeah, she's excellent. And I think she's probably, out of, well, out of all the stars this year that really became icons of Australian sport, Dustin Martin um, in the AFL, Cameron Smith, Sam Kerr is up there with one of those, um, mm. with those athletes. So I think the Matildas should be extremely proud of their year and we should as Australians be extremely proud of them so too. So when the men score goals, they rip their shirts off. The yeah. women actually do backflips. <laughs> yeah, they do some really, really cool stuff. <laughs> so much cooler. <laughs> because they haven't achieved enough, now they're just going to backflip across the field. Exactly. They had record crowds as well. They I think did. there were two matches in a row where they need nearly 20,000 people watching them. Yes. And I it's think that was the first crazy. time this year uh, the Matildas had actually uh, played in front of a sellout crowd too. Yeah. So that's that's huge for them. It would have been, I mean, if you, were, if you were part of that team, you'd just be absolutely stoked, you know, coming into Christmas. Absolutely. So let's finish up with cricket. 
Now, I've fallen in love with um, the Women's Big Bass, the WBBL. We were at the opening of the season. We watched Sydney Thunder playing the Sydney Sixers and it was just, again, a phenomenal energy and feeling. I don't go to a lot of sport, but um, I know that whenever I've been to see women's sport, there is such a great vibe. Yeah. yeah. I think there's something different too. I was talking to... Um, our New South Wales sales director, Belle, and she is a sport nut too. And she said, especially when she watches it with her family, the things they talk about with men, you know, obviously a, a male athlete, you know, they're training so hard and they're, they're kind of physical prowess just on a very much like a basic grunt level is just really impressive. But women, their skills are really technical. Like you have to be, for mm. a female cricketer, you have to be extremely technical to be good mm. because you can't, you know, and it's not because women and men aren't the same, but, you know, you can't just pelt a ball, you know, you can, but you have to be extremely technical about it too. Mm. So I think there's that's so much something more, impressive um, about it. Yeah. There's so much more finesse involved. Finesse, that's the word. Yeah. That's the word. It really is. Especially <laughs> with um, cricket. I mean, it's incredible if anyone can go along and watch the WBBL. Of course, they're the only sport in Australia that has pay parity between the men and the women. Exactly. No, that's Australia. pretty extraordinary, isn't it? Tell me a bit more oh, about that. The way women are paid in cricket is just so great compared to all other sports in Australia. I mean, if you look to things like basketball, the pay between the men and the women is just so not on a level playing field at all. Mm. But the cricket, Cricket Australia has really made a push this year to do exactly that, level the playing field. It's on a lot of their ads. You hear a lot of radio advertisements about it. And mm. it's just remarkable. I mean, women like Elise Perry are iconic in Australia for being fantastic athletes. And finally, they're being rewarded. Mm. Michelle, Elise Perry is not just one of our most extraordinary female athletes. She's one of the most extraordinary athletes Australia's ever seen. For those who mm. aren't familiar with her, can you just recap on her story? Yes. So she's a cricketer. She's a professional cricketer. She's a bowler. Um, but what makes her so remarkable is not only did she make our women's national team for cricket at 16, in the same year, she also played for the Matildas at 16. So she plays soccer and cricket for Australia professionally. And she doesn't just get in the team. She is the star of both. And her level of skill is just remarkable. She is just an incredible athlete. All girls could look up to her as a role model. She's insane. It's and so she's interesting. Really I was talking to someone from the WBBL and um, they were saying one of the biggest problems they have is that the women are all so humble and so <laughs> modest. Oh, my God. And so they sort of are like, oh, no, it's not about me. It's about the team. And, oh, <laughs> oh. no, you know, they're incredibly self-deprecating. And so they're like, they're trying to promote these women and they're like, oh, no, 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 it's about the team. It shouldn't be about me. <laughs> don't hilarious. focus on me. Oh, yeah, my God. Imagine have, a male player doing exactly. that. You can't. You certainly don't have trouble trouble with the male players. Um, so, Jem, what do you think is going to happen next? We've seen that. Um, female sport can uh, attract crowds, mm. can get ratings. Um, we are streaming, of course, the WBBL live um, on Mamma Mia, all the games through summer. It's um, been amongst our most trafficked um, p parts of the site and it's done well on Channel 10 where it's been showing as well. Um, the AFL games have been sold out. What happens next? Next it's going, it's going to just supercharge next year. So as Michelle said, this was a trial year for the AFLW. So we're going to go from eight teams uh, to 14 over the next three years in the AFLW, which is very exciting news. If you follow AFL, mm. but you only have uh, a male 
um, team for the club that you follow, you're probably going to see a female team for you to follow for your family, which is excellent. Fantastic. Um, the Matildas in the next few years, like I said, they're probably going to smash the World Cup, which is very exciting. And the NRL, which is the one of the leagues that has not introduced a women's league, is they they are going to introduce a women's league in 2018. They say, really? yeah. So you can that's see a really contact sport. Absolutely. And the women in that, I mean, oh my god, they're just like dynamite. So yeah. I think um, there's a lot of sports are going to follow suit. Um, as Michelle said, this is the first year that Australia has achieved gender pay parity in sport in cricket. I mean, the mm. cricket was the first sport ever to do that do you for think Australia. We'll see other, other I think we will. It's only a matter of, of time. Yeah. And Michelle, you know, just finally, I want to ask both of you, why do you think it's been so important? Why do you think people are feeling so emotional and so positive about about what we've seen in women's sport in 2017? I feel like maybe for so long, um, men were making the decision in how to market or promote women's sport. And I think to do that, a whole bunch of men sat around a table and go went, Let's make it sexy. Let's get them to remember do lingerie gridiron. Oh my god! Exactly. God, I was going to mention that. I wish I didn't remember lingerie gridiron. <laughs> um, I remember when I was doing netball academies when I was little. The women were really um, pushed into doing nude calendars to try and promote their sport. Uniforms were That's shrinking. Right. Everything was about making women sexy when they were playing sport. And I feel like probably since um, in the last few years we've really pulled back from that, and instead we've just let women play sport and be good. Sportswomen. Wow. And um, yeah, and more women are making decisions now. I mean, um, the president of the AFL club that won the premiership this year, the Richmond Tigers, is a woman. She's the first president to ever be in the AFL. And people looked at that decision to put her there in 2013 and said, this isn't a right decision. This is political correctness gone mad, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) She's led that club to a premiership and finally people are looking at women like Peggy O'Neill and going, you know what, women have a place in all dimensions of sport at all levels and it's better for everyone when they're there. Fantastic. And look, as a mother of a, a 12-year-old daughter and also sons, I have to say that that going to the WBBL and, and watching the women's AFL with her has just been so fantastic mm. for her to have these actual role models in the literal sense, seeing women actually doing something, using their bodies for something other than taking a selfie (laughs) (laughs) um, has just been a wonderful thing for her to see. Bring on 2018. And as I said, you can watch the WBBL live streaming through Mamma Mia. Okay, so I will see you guys, no doubt, at the cricket. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Do what you can to support women's sport. Call us on the pod phone. Tell us your sporting highlights. Our number is 02-899-9386 or you can email us anytime at outloud at mamamia.com.au or see you on the Facebook page.